what does Friday the 13th mean to you? To me, it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> I don't, I mean, you know how some what? people are para- Well, it, all these people Jedi, are paranoid. Time out. Don't you believe in astrology and stuff? Joe, did you send your kids to school today with all the uh, the threats? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're tucked into the burbs. I think we're all right. Yeah. I saw a few Facebook pages. Uh, police pages are warning people. So you want to tell us? You probably know more than we do about these attacks. Yeah. Um, it, it had been festering. This is, you know, look, you know. It, what happened is horrible. Uh, Hamas obviously uh, uh, attacked Israel and, uh, you know, targeting civilians, which is what terrorism is. It's disgusting. Um, it's been festering there for a while. There's allegations that Egypt told them something big was going to be happening soon that, uh, you know, understand that you're talking about uh, an area the size of Manhattan and there's 2 million people who live there. And Israel's response has basically been to destroy Palestine. Like there's mostly rubble left. They've pretty oh much obliterated it. And there, there's some outrage because there are people on the left. Congresswoman uh, Rashida Tlaib from Michigan, who is a Palestinian American um, have expressed support for the Palestinian people, not not for Hamas. Hamas is a terrorist organization in Palestine. Okay, it is not not everybody who lives there is in Hamas. So Hamas is like Al Qaeda type thing. Yes, but unfortunately, Todd, Mm -hmm. the recognized government is the Palestinian Authority. That used to be Yasser Arafat. Now it's some other guy. Hamas in 2007 uh, formed basically a political party and they won. But you have to also understand Hamas provides social services to people in Palestine because Israel tends to not give them the money that they're supposed to give them whenever they're doing things they're not supposed to be doing. Uh, but it's it's a very oppressive situation, and again, not in any way to defend what happened. But eventually, if you oppress somebody, this is this is the kind of thing that happens. You know, they can't fight the Israeli government. It's or army. It's one of the best in the world, maybe the best in the world. And so you resort to something like terrorism. The response by Israel, and I understand it. Just get rid of your enemy, but. All of the people of Palestine aren't the enemy. It's a mm-hmm. pocket of those people. And so, I don't know. It's uh, a horrible situation. And, I mean, what they did in crossing the border, which you have to wonder why that border was so porous and, and easy to get through. You know, it, it was a holiday on an anniversary of an attack. Like, you should have been on 
I think higher alert. You know, it's a shame people had to die. And yeah. and it almost seems a little bit like uh from what I saw, Benjamin Netanyahu looked kind of happy that something had happened and it was like we're gonna go, you know, take care of business. Like there's allegations kind of being made his way. Nothing substantial, although the Egyptian government uh uh quoted leader in Egypt is like, no, we told them something was going to happen. They were planning an operation and they just blew it off. They've been a little more preoccupied uh, with the West Bank where more Palestinians live and where, again, it's an oppressive situation. There's a lot of trouble and it's a shame that this happened. I mean, it's, you know, but they ordered innocent people got killed for, for no reason. I mean, I don't know that there's been necessarily military casualties at this point. It's just civilians. It's mm. babies. Yeah, babies and stuff. But you they know? ordered over a million to be evacuated, right? That's the latest. They yeah. need to evacuate Israel. Yeah. Where are they going to go? I mean, it's it's sad. Yeah, it's a, a really unfortunate situation. And, and you know, um, I don't think people should, you know, I stand with Israel. Yeah, I mean, of course you do. The Israeli people that are that were massacred, that's horrible, you know. Uh, again, anti-Semitism is a, is a real thing. And but, you know, but the story between Israel and Palestine goes back a long way. And thousands of years. Yeah, right? this is the you know, look look 70 AD, the Romans destroyed Jerusalem and they fled. There was no Jews left in, in Jerusalem. And the, the Palestinians, the Palestine, the people from the hill, eventually came down the hill into Jerusalem. Nobody was there. So they settled it and they kept that land until 1948. And then they were pushed out. To establish a Jewish state, this all based on biblical prophecies, as people have perceived. Woodrow Wilson, uh, Harry Truman, all the all these guys were like Bible people. That's a big part of the British elite is the fulfillments of the Bible. Uh, and so people insisted that you know it made sense for Jews to be back in Jerusalem, but at the sake of moving the Palestinians out and basically, you know, and again, I mean, look, there's been wars. That's they lost a lot of their land in a war right after Israel was established. And, you know, it's been uh, it's been a rough go ever since. And and they're fighting over land that, you know, supposedly Jesus walked in like the most sacred place on Earth. Right. And Joe, now people are dying over religion, which is a good chance. That's like a fairy tale. <laughs> I, I Listen, here's the yeah. funny thing, right? If you look at these religions, um, basically, uh, Islam is the final word of God, right? They recognize Abraham and Moses and Jesus and Adam. They have all that in its in the Quran. So it's just the, the, the third chapter. Uh, if you will. And what really happened was Muhammad um, was introduced to Christianity. He liked it, thought it was a good idea, tried to bring it to the Middle East, and they weren't interested in a Western religion. So he changed Abraham's name to Ibrahim. Uh, come on, dude. You know, it's the exact same story. It's 
But again, then you look at Christianity, right? The Savior came. And the Jews, who had been waiting thousands of years for a Messiah, nah, not this guy. They rejected him. And so here's the other problem. Church doctrine until 1965 for the Catholic Church was that all Jews on the planet Earth were guilty of deicide. That your children's children's children forever basically carry the sins. So they killed Jesus. That's where a lot of anti-Semitism came from in the first place, uh, was the idea that these people had killed Christ. And then in 1965, the church was like, no, no, you're not responsible. Uh, after thousands of years of, and then the Holocaust, of course, you know, so this is a long, long story and, and it's, uh, it's sad. It's sad because yeah, um, Christianity took the Torah and created the old Testament out of it. The old the Old Testament is the story of the Jews. That's all it is. It's their creation story, their flight out of Egypt. They were not slaves. It has been proven that that again, if if anybody was being held against their will in Egypt, Todd, they say it might have been about four or five leadership families. And that's it. Any other uh, 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 person who was there was there of their own volition, and they, they left when they wanted to leave. Uh, and that the only people who really might have actually escaped were, again, just a few families that were in, in the leadership position. But uh, the, the Jews are the chosen ones, according to the book that they wrote about themselves supposedly inspired by Moses. Uh, the book of Moses is amazing, especially when he writes about his death. <laughs> I, I read this, I, I, I read this really funny meme. Uh, and, and I want to share this with you just for a second, because I, I feel like this is kind of hits the nail on the head. Todd homosexuality is unnatural. It says so in this book where snakes talk, People come back from the dead. A guy walks on water and a virgin has a baby. <laughs> These are, by, the way, way. by the way, most of the stories of the Bible are based on other stories that had previously been told. The flood myth is told in the uh, Epic of Gilgamesh from a couple thousand years before that. The idea of, of, of messiahs rising, stuff like that. Again, the Jews, they weren't looking for a magician or a sky god. They were looking for someone to get the Romans out of Jerusalem so that they could lead themselves and worship Yahweh. That was all they wanted. And this guy was like changing water into wine and feeding people with like, you know, four fishes. He was feeding crowds at 10,000. And the, the Jews at the time were like, mm, like a con man. That's not what we're, we're looking for a military leader. And you're like a Gandhi kind of, you know, mm -hmm. like peace, love, man. Gives Again, I've read theories, Todd, that uh, if you want to talk conspiracy theory for a minute that the Catholic church was basically Roman propaganda because 
one of the most famous lines of the New Testament is when Jesus told the Jews who were following him, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Pay your taxes. Hail Caesar. And then you can also hail God, Jesus told them. Why would Jesus have said that? That doesn't make any sense. Again, people got the notion that maybe this is like a hell on earth. You're supposed to suffer on, on, on earth, and then you die and you go to heaven where nobody ever... It, by the way, for anybody <laughs> who believes in heaven, let me shatter the myth for you for a minute. Because if you read the Bible... Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> here's what you get in the afterlife. This is what is promised of you. You get to sit at the foot of God and praise him for eternity. That is all it says in the Bible about your heavenly reward. Unless you're into Islam, then there's 72 virgins. Yeah, I know. Uh, but then the same thing, you get to worship at God's foot forever. This idea that you're going to be reincarnated in your 30s with your dog from when you were a kid and your grandparents are also all in their 30s, which would be weird. Some kind of weird back to the future thing where you're like hitting on your 30 year old mom. Um, None of that's this is all fantasy. This has all been made up over the generations. It doesn't say any of that in the Bible. It doesn't say that Spot, your dog, is waiting for you on the Rainbow Bridge. It, it doesn't say that. We've made all that stuff up because we're afraid of death. I, and Sky Daddy's waiting to reward you. And wouldn't that be nice, especially if you've struggled most of your life? Joe, like, so, but you, you don't, you're an atheist, but don't you believe what your brother said about like seeing something happen, the spirit leave the body of someone that he saw die? I so I believe, said, yeah. yeah, I believe in energy and yeah. I believe that your energy, your dark matter is going to return to the cosmos or whatever. Um, maybe that's heaven. Maybe you want to define that as heaven. Um, but you know, you're here's the other thing, right? I've, I've learned recently now, most astrophysicists believe that the big bang is a recurring event. And the reason they can't trace how far back it goes is because it just keeps starting again, that the universe expands infinitely and anything that goes out eventually has to retract. That the whole thing closes, opens, closes. This one dude was talking about this is the seventh cycle of whatever's going on out there. That this universe opens and closes on itself. Things get created, things get crushed again, and then it all starts over again. So nobody knows anything about anything. Right. That's exactly. the cool part. But I'm pretty sure when you're dead, that's it. Oh God, I hope not. One more thing about the the war, Joe. How chilling was that? Like Red Dawn, those guys coming down on the friggin' paragliders to kill everyone. Oh my goodness gracious! That was like, what a horror movie idea! Like we did that. That if I saw that, I would think that I would be like, this is the stupidest movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I wouldn't even think that would work. But uh, yeah, that was horrifying. And again, to use real time video of. Yeah. I, again, you know, listen, I, I've heard people say, like, you know, what what did Hamas think was going to happen, that they were going to take over Israel? 
Like, what was your end game? You were going to kill a bunch of people. This this is probably their best case scenario for this mission. Like seven hundred dead. Like, hey, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good day for us. Yeah. You're not doing any more damage than that. And you what knew if it was this, a sm- yeah smaller again, operation. Generally speaking, the retaliation for stabbing five Jews in 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 Jerusalem on a Sunday afternoon. Um, they're they're firing missiles, you know, into into uh, into the West Bank or the Gaza Strip. That's just basically a, an Israeli response. So they had to know a larger operation would probably get a greater wrath on their own people. Is it an attempt to hopefully get sympathy that that the world will look and be like, whoa, you like destroyed Palestine completely? Is that supposed to make you feel bad for 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 Palestine? It, to, it, I don't know. I don't know what the end game was, but it it seems like. I think the other problem is is, and 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 why there's such a problem for anybody who's like a sympathizer of Palestine, Palestine, or, or or if you're sympathetic to Hamas, I should say. Yeah, Hamas has stated. And, and originated on the goal of destroying Israel and annihilating the Jews. That is their that is their stance, Hamas. Again, not all Palestinians are Hamas, but the guys in Hamas are pretty serious. And the fact that that was the elected government of a majority of the people makes yeah. you think that they're all in on it. Um Joe, you know what I'm amazed at is when they interview someone, say, from America, and they're like, they're trapped over there. And they're like, yeah, I came for a retreat to, like, whatever, Palestine. It's like, you can't go anywhere else. That's where you're going to go. My cousin went and visited there a few years ago. Uh, he's a, He likes to travel. But, you know, he's been to Amsterdam one too many times. You know, it's like it's just something cool. Uh, and he, he was, like, caught in some gunfire while he was there God, uh, like ducking down behind his bed as people were shooting into the house he was staying in. My, uh, my ex went to Jordan for a wedding and like three weeks before um, one of the hotels, like next to the hotel she was staying at was like shot down, you know, like it was bombed. And I'm like, she's like, they say it's fine. I'm like, you're insane. Go anywhere else. And um, yeah, that's just crazy when people go to those places. I, in uh, 1995, uh, a, a person I loved uh, died on a bus bomb in Jerusalem. And I had warned her about going. Um, and she assured me she would be safe and everything would be all right. And I found out it happened from peter jennings on abc news yeah my family had a tradition uh i was on vacation she was in jerusalem and i was at the jersey shore and we would watch wheel of fortune and jeopardy on the abc affiliate channel seven and uh and you know you knew it was like time to like put dinner away and head to the boardwalk when peter jennings came on like, that's how we knew. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, it's Peter Jennings in New York. And uh, her face pops up on the screen. And it's like, American killed in bus bombing. 
And I was like, what? Like, that's how I found out. And you want to hear something crazy. Uh, when I got home two weeks later, uh, there was a postcard from Jerusalem. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. Send it the day before. What does Friday the 13th mean to you? To me, it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> I don't, I mean, you know how some what? people are para- Well, it, all these people Jedi, are paranoid. You, time out. Don't you believe in astrology and stuff? No. You don't buy any of that? <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't I either. Don't. I hate that. <laughs> well, can I, can I tell you, can I tell people that do like astrology something? What? Um, the signs are all off by about a month now. When that was first developed, those were the astrological signs matched up, Sagittarius and all that, Pisces. Mm-hmm. Um, as time has moved on and, and things have shifted slightly, uh, all of your astrology signs are technically, you're one month behind what you think you are. Um so if you're like, I'm sensitive because I'm a cancer, you're full of shit. You're not a cancer. <laughs> you're actually a Leo. Uh, you're chicken shit. Uh, you're supposed to be brave. Can't, can't, uh, sensitive cancer right here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to hate that, though, Joe, when like girls would be like, oh, what's your sign? Cancer. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm like a Taurus. Perfect. I'm like, that stuff is nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Not only is it probably nonsense to begin with, but it's definitely wrong now because they don't match up anymore. Like if you're really reading your astrological sign, yeah, you would be a Leo, not a Cancer. So would I. All of us would be. But oh, yeah. some people swear by their yeah. horoscopes. It's well, crazy. Do you know why? Can I tell you why? It's as simple as if we understood human beings a little bit better, this would all make sense. We are a pattern-seeking mammalian ape. is That's all we are, right? We've developed a brain and, and we're conscious and we're smart, okay? There's other animals that are conscious um, that recognize themselves in mirrors, like th- that understand and, and do, do fun and, and try to enjoy life, you know? There's monkeys that swim for fun, not to cool off, <laughs> not to clean up, just for fun. They just go take a dip in the water. Um, they're they're not that far off from us, okay? Um, but we look for patterns. That's why, Jedi, when you're lying on the beach and you look up at the clouds and you're like, oh, my God, that cloud looks like Carmen Santiago or whatever, you know? <laughs> oh, look, that looks like a bunny rabbit. Oh, my God, that looks like Jesus' face. It doesn't. Um, your brain is trained to find patterns in things. That's how our brain works. You notice how humans pick up patterns relatively quickly, even babies. When your kids are early, you teach them one, two, one, two, one, two. You could teach kids that they can follow simple steps like that. We like patterns. That's why crossword puzzles, things like that, word games that are good for your brain. It's just you finding the pattern. But you train your brain to find patterns in things that don't have patterns. Like you make a grilled cheese sandwich and you're like, oh, my God, this is the Virgin Mary. No, it's the way you pour the oil in the pan. I was just about to use that example, Joe. How about those idiots that pay like 100 grand for it? It's like, what's the matter with those people? Yes. They, I mean, people just want to believe in something. They just need to 
you know, be one with something, apparently. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it was um, a few years ago. I think it was around the Worcester area. There was like a church or a hospital. And on the window, there was a stain. And it was like the Virgin Mary. And I went just to see what the big deal was. And you couldn't even like get near it because there's so many cars. Yeah, people are insane. <laughs> but Jenna just hit the nail on the head. People want to feel like they're part of yeah. something. Right. And boy, oh boy, you know, listen, if you're going to be in, in a religion, wouldn't it be great if you're the chosen one? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you, you don't you don't join the cult to be a follower. You're like, maybe everyone will kind of gravitate towards me eventually until they brainwash you into thinking, no, definitely Todd. Um, that's how it works. But again, you can train people to follow a certain philosophy to the point of their detriment, to the point where they're willing to die for a cause, be it a cult, be it a terrorist organization, be it whatever it is, you can train, your brain can be trained and propagandized to believe anything. And I don't think most people understand that. Jenna, it's why a lot of women end up in relationships with sociopaths and controlling people because we're easy to control. And when someone is purposely trying to manipulate your brain and they're good at it, you're screwed. Well, Jedi, when we talk about like how you want to find, like see something and believe in something, a bunch of us went out the other night and I was sitting next to a girl I'd never met before. We just started talking. She told me her husband died um, 2022 and everyone was having drinks. And of course I had to ask her Jedi, like, Hey, I'm just kind of curious. Have you seen any signs? I mentioned the podcast. And every single person I've spoken to now that has someone that had close to them that died, they all talk about that. And I feel like there's too many people. It would just be like too much of a coincidence. So I do think that's real. Yeah, I, I do th believe in like psychic abilities and, you know, some paranoia activity and ghosts and things like that. But sometimes people are just so easily brainwashed. I mean, look how many people love the Kardashians. <laughs> Can I give you another good example? So um, purgatory. Purgatory is where babies would go that died before they were baptized. And that was until I think 2006. When the Vatican basically released a statement and they were like, purgatory doesn't exist. Of course, of course, those babies not baptized still got into heaven. Yeah. Now, if you're an old Catholic woman in your 70s and you lost a kid when you were 21 years old. And you've spent the last 59 years of your life thinking that your child was stuck in purgatory. And then suddenly the church was like, oh, no, 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 he's in heaven. It's all good. Purgatory's real to that woman. That's right. where her dead baby is. And then they just were like, no, 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 he's just in. Despite thousands of years of preaching something different. Like if, listen, if your religion's moving the goalposts from time to time, yeah. probably bullshit. Right. And, and to me, when I was in like CCD, purgatory was kind of scary to me because yeah. the unknown of being kind of in between, 
It's just, just, just throw me in hell. There in darkness. Yeah. It's so lonely. You're you're like I would take hell at this point. Like that's yeah. not. I don't want to be there. Thanks. Yeah. Also, I, I have to wonder if you die as a fetus and you go to heaven, are you thirty? Yeah, you aware of what's going on? Right, you get to live forever as a fetus. Oh, great! <laughs> I think about that too. What if you're, what if you have all these mental challenges? You don't know what's going on. Then you go to heaven. Are you all of a sudden have your wits about you? Yeah, but you died uh, at seven, so you're seven years old with your wits about you, and you're like, oh, yeah. well, this will get me nowhere. <laughs> I never wonder about stuff like that. <laughs> So, Jedi, uh, yeah. what? Let me ask you something, Jedi. Let's let's get let's just get to it. What do you think? What 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 thoughts go through your head on a day to day basis? What <laughs> so are you I thinking about? Do, what I gotta do throughout the day, you know, errands, things, you know, almost like a robot. So I just, you know, work from a list and do what, I mean, I don't, you know, to sit there and think about, you know, what is a fetus doing in purgatory? Oh, wait a minute. You don't smoke pot. <laughs> that's why. Jedi, do you really work off of lists? Do you have lists? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, that's something I, I need to do in life. Yeah, Todd, <laughs> you let smoke weed. Think about what happens to a fetus when it gets to heaven. And why, people that don't though? smoke pot have a list and they get shit done and that's the difference between stoners and regular people oh joe you God. know people have the best ideas either smoke smoke weed do any like all that stuff that that's where the ideas come from yes that yeah. is part of my creative process yeah uh I had, um i had edibles the other night uh and i forget what came to me but i'm like this would never have come to my head if i was just like drinking beers jenna like you know thing there are some theories that ancient hominids, that the first offshoot towards humanity, were apes who ate psychedelic mushrooms, were tripping balls, and sort of, <laughs> and sort of were able to see like what could be, and that that's what began the evolution of the human, from, you know crude Apes. tool man to to where we are today yeah i don't wonder about stuff like that at all <laughs> i only bring that up because i've been thinking about that steadily for about three straight weeks you don't think it's a waste of time i mean you're never gonna get the answer <laughs> jedi can i tell you something i'm sure you're aware of the the tiktok thing about the roman empire no I don't have TikTok. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Jenna doesn't. Well, jo yeah. Joe, my favorite thing going on right now, I can't believe she's on social media. I think I told you this last week, is the Sturbridge Town page. Are, are you a follower of like the Weathersfield community page on Facebook? Yeah. Just seeing all the fights going on right now because of all the refugees that came to town. Are you? Is Connecticut a sanctuary state? Yes. Very so much is, so. Is the same thing happening there? I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know here, we all know here because we have a bunch of hotels um, and they're all at the hotels. That's where they're living. But it is funny seeing the community page. There are all these people like trying to be heroes. Like I'm taking up a collection for our new neighbors. And I'm like, oh God, I'm going straight to the comments. And the comments <laughs> are like, 
like the crime rates are gonna spike we need to send these criminals back and then people are like criminals and it's just then you can see who in your town is a crazy person well so again right here's where facts come in real handy generally speaking people who are refugees or people who are illegal immigrants they don't generally commit crimes because there's no quicker way to get your ass sent back to where you came from than by being here illegally and committing a crime exactly i know they people think the that radar. they're like i think they, they that's exactly where those people are living now it's not to say some of them don't commit crimes but they're very careful that's right. why again most of the people bringing fentanyl across the u.s border the U.S. Mexican border, it's American citizens who are doing that, thinking they're not going to get caught because they look like us, mm. not Mexicans. Mexicans who are illegally crossing the border are going, if they get they if they get spotted, they're getting stopped because they're doing it illegally. And then of course they're going to get searched and they would get busted. And that only happens less than eight percent of the time in the case of fentanyl arrests. Generally speaking, it's people like Todd uh, who drive to Mexico, get that stuff, and then they're the ones that are bringing it back over. It's not it's not the Mexicans. Yeah. I, I was amazed the other day that the wall that Trump tried to build, how, how long do you think that is that actually got made? I, I couldn't believe when I heard the number. It's um, pretty big. I've, I've, seen, I've seen two things, 28 miles of actual wall. And I've seen 330. I saw like 520. Uh, but even if it is, do you know how long that border is? Oh, no, I know. But I still think that's kind yeah. of impressive if they built that much wall. Right. But the problem is I just have to walk 10 feet to the left and I'm around it now. <laughs> You've extended my walk about nine paces. I'm Still just going to walk around where it ends. Yeah. So stop. There's, listen, there's a river, a river, a terrible, hard to cross river. It's big. It's called the Rio Grande. Because somebody saw that river and they were like, oh, my God, that's huge. Uh, and that's the thing's name. You don't need a wall there. Most people aren't getting across that river. Most of the people that jump in that river, Todd, they're dead. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people can't swim. They don't know how. <laughs> it's, it, well, Jedi, Michael Phelps could drown in the Rio Grande. It's a, it's a tough river to cross, and it's, it's big. It's literally the, the big river. <laughs> it's a great natural barrier between us and Mexico. Then there's mountainous parts that you're not going to get through. So, you know, listen, there are, you don't need to build a wall. You need to build a wall in certain sections. And then those sections open up to ports of entry where you're supposed well, they to say cross. there's what underground tunnels too. Oh, Jedi. I mean, of course there are. <laughs> and are they, are they running people through them back and forth? No doubt. Like I'm sure that's also where probably the sex trafficking goes back and forth i mean come on we're not stupid so again todd to build a, a 10 billion dollar wall when they're going to make tunnels or as trump pointed out one time they could just get a ladder and go over it mm. 
Yeah, you ever see those fireman races? <laughs> those people can get over those pretty easy, I would think. Sure. I mean, my God, if you listen, if you want to get over a wall and you're a human being with arms and legs, <laughs> you'll figure out a way to get over that wall. So to spend that kind of money when we're $33 trillion in debt, here's the other thing. If you were, say you were to build, Todd, a $10 billion wall straight across the great, the great wall of China between Mexico and the U.S., do you know how much they estimate that would cost? That's about a $25 billion project. And then it's about another $20 billion a year in maintenance and manpower to maintain the wall. And so that within a decade, you're talking about a trillion dollars spent on a wall when really you just need to have a wall in, in a few areas. Use the river and the mountainous ranges to your advantage. Listen, if somebody wants to climb mountains up one <laughs> side and down another side to move to the United States, let them in. We want yeah. those people. Those are the best people. Those are the ones Trump said aren't getting in here. But I assure you, there are definitely some mountain climbing Mexicans in this country uh, who came in that way. And I say good for them. <laughs> why? Um, like why a, you should win something for pulling that off. Why do we even keep track of the national debt? Like, what is the point anymore? And it's never going to go down or anything. Like We're that. not keeping track of it. We're Our debtors are, though. Spending money. <laughs> yeah somebody does expect to get paid on all that someday you know like that's we have to yeah. keep paying it off uh well, it's we can rack it up as much as we want we do it it is going to come due at some point what was that thing that we talked about before like who's keeping track of these numbers i forget was it like abortions or something i forget we talked about one show the flu shot Right. I, I Here's my thought. Stop reporting on the numbers. Cancer. Yeah. If you listen, if you're a liberal and you go get an abortion and they're like, can we put this on the, the stat sheet? Just be like, no, no, I have a right to privacy. That's why they're asking you if they can if they can uh, uh, take down the stat. You can say no, you cannot participate uh, and not be added to the count. Yeah, that's part of uh, that's part of your privacy right. But most people just kind of like, yeah, okay, no sweat. And they, you know, whatever. Todd, they know how many guys have like twisted dicks because guys like, yeah, I guess you could write it down. It's like, fuck no. Yeah. So we're like 40 minutes in and we barely touched on Friday the 13th. Now, when I, when you guys think of Friday the 13th, do you think of like things that happen, spooky things, or do you immediately like think of the movie? Because I just think of the movie. I, I have a confession to make. I've never seen those movies at oh, all. Oh, God. Oh, my God, Jedi. <laughs> Jedi, what do you do at night? Are you still doing errands at night? Are you are you doing crafts? No, I How go down the rabbit hole on... of Reddit and the Internet. You know, Don't I'm they talk about Friday the 13th movies? on Reddit? No. I mean, that's not my thing. I don't like horror and gore i mean you know i just don't it's not I, i've never seen saw i've never seen Fred, freddy krueger oh my god 
any any of listen, those horror movies. I don't know if there's a thread about this show on Reddit because I don't ever go on Reddit, and I hope <laughs> that there is. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm going to say something mean about Reddit for a minute, uh, just because Jedi seems like such a nice, normal <laughs> person. She's she God fearing. She's respectful. She's intelligent. She's an attractive woman, I should say too. I don't want you to get an idea of this person being a total lunatic because she's not. She doesn't follow the news. She doesn't go on social media. I love this. Her choice, her choice to find out what is going on in the world is to go on a website full of lunatics <laughs> and, and YouTube. then and youtube and yeah, sorts yeah. through the details trying to guess who's full of shit and who's not <laughs> that's how jedi determines what is happening in her reality i'm fascinated by that jedi i am fascinated I mean, oh, Joe, that because been... I don't sit around and wonder where fetuses go. I mean, <laughs> is that any better? <laughs> no, Joe, are you guilty of are you guilty of sitting on the couch at night on Facebook, like scrolling through the reels, like one after another, and not really? Oh yeah, yeah. Like Jedi doesn't have that, and I think that's great. That's something I need to stop doing. It's way too addictive. So, Todd, as you know, I spend a lot of time watching animal videos yeah. because <laughs> I'll, I'll be scrolling and watching your Joe Rogan clip there of Jordan Peterson, you know, Rachel Maddow popping up or whatever, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Andrew Tate. And I'm right. Yeah. Andrew <laughs> Tate. I'm getting clips up and up. And then I get bored with that because I can feel my brain melting. And then I'm like, and again, this is, this is where I started like, I saw like an hour long documentary about lions and I thought this looks interesting and I like lions and I started that's literally how I started watching all these animal documentaries because I thought I don't want to just be a scroller I do scroll during the day especially when I'm at work yeah. a lot of downtime so I can scroll but yeah I hate to waste my time and I do want to learn things and that's why yeah, right. right right exactly um, now, I think I might have brought this up last week, Joe, but Jedi wasn't with us. Jedi, like the other day I put on Our Planet, which is a documentary on Netflix, and my wife comes in, who's a lot more intelligent than me, but she hates that stuff. She would rather watch, like, I was telling Joe, what was it, Slaughterhouse? It was, like, about a sloth that got into a sorority and was killing all the girls. <laughs> but, like, I don't understand this, like, Our Planet. I'm like, well, don't you think it's kind of important to learn so, Joe, we stop watching and every scene is like like a gazelle getting eaten by a lion and this. And she's like, I don't understand why you want to watch this stuff. I'm like, well, this is life. And you want to watch like that nonsense, those dumb, those dumb shows. The dumb movies. Right. Listen, if you're interested yeah. in what a bunch of people who live on the Jersey Shore do on the weekend. Like yeah. if, right. if you're if that's where you're like, I'm super interested in that. OK, well, there's a show for that. Here's when I say when Todd people ask me all the time, they're like, why do you watch that shit? Because it is weird. Like sometimes I, I watched a I watched a 30 minute video of wildebeest and zebras crossing the Mazamari River. Mm -hmm. And 
just every five minutes or so, a, a crocodile picks one off. Yeah. And I'm fascinated by that. And I have to watch it. I don't watch it because I like the gruesomeness uh, of, of what's happening. But it's like, this shit happens every day. The mm-hmm. circle of life. And, yeah. you know, it was only... 20,000 years ago that we got ourselves out of the food chain and I'm still mystified as to how we got out of this because holy smokes, man, it's like, imagine if you had to catch food every day. I know. How long would you last? You'd have to get good at it fast. Uh, I would still be a meat eater. <laughs> Yo, like I was watching another one of those shows the other day because I'm addicted to those Our Planet shows. Um, there's another one called um, A Predator and stuff. It's about animals being predators. But these turtles are born, they're hatched or whatever, and they're on the beach and they're trying desperately, thousands of them, to get to the water and they're getting picked off by birds. Like all these other animals, just like probably one out of a hundred even yep. gets to the water. Right. It's crazy. I know exactly what you're talking about. I love yeah. that story. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Uh, and and the, so the birds just keep having is is they, they drop as many eggs as they can and they're back to mating because they know uh, so few the survivals like two percent. It's yeah. stunningly like low, right? And so you have to just keep on keeping on. It's it's insane, but that's. Yeah. Again, that's where eggs come from. That's just the evolution of like having a baby that's premature, basically having it in an egg so it can incubate. That's a product of evolution, having a shell and then other animals develop teeth to break through those shells. And that's why we're in the cycle. We are humans, of course, evolved to have uh, eggs inside. Right, right. Exactly. Now, we um, Joe, another one was these albatrosses are on the beach and they haven't eaten. They have to get out to sea, but they've never flown before and they need the wind to aid them to fly. And what happens is they finally get the wind. Like, let me learn how to fly. And all of a sudden the wind will stop and they'll crash in the ocean and friggin' tiger sharks come up to eat all the birds, the albatrosses. It's like crazy. It's just crazy just to survive. And then I'm watching and I'm like, why can't they practice flying on the land? Why do they have to go over the ocean? And they crash and they just show the shock come up and just eat them. It's funny. We were trying to talk about Friday the 13th. And obviously we were all thinking of superstitions. And this conversation (laughs) went hard to like, clearly you guys don't buy into superstitions, which again, I find a little weird from you being someone who's of, of a religious uh, standpoint. You don't buy into any of that nonsense. Not really, no, I don't. I mean, like, but don't you believe in evil spirits? I believe in evil, yeah, and evil spirits. But you know, what what do they have to do with me if I'm trying to practice positivity and you know goodness, (laughs) kindness, and things like that? I mean, I think that's a pretty strong armor, don't you think? (laughs) Would you walk under a ladder? Yeah. Would you walk past a black cat? Yes. No hesitations. No hesitations. I go. What if I it's will a go scary? Outside? What if it's a scary black cat and he runs under a ladder? Oh my goodness! That right into that. a mirror no. and the mirror breaks. No. You're like no sweat, no, <laughs> no salt sweat. over the yeah, shoulder. Nothing. You're fine. No. Nope. All right. 
you're, you're telling me that you believe in all that crap? No. <laughs> no, I think that's why we're not talking about it because yeah. it's clear none of us buys that nonsense at all. But obviously there are people that do. Right. And so we're here to tell you that debunked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Joe, to totally change the subject, I wanted to bring us up to you. I don't, I'm not really that much into baseball anymore, but my friend and I were talking about last week how bad Clayton Kershaw is in the playoffs. Did you see his last performance? It was uh, one third of an inning, six runs. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because you're a Yankees fan. Bernie Williams is a is a guy that comes to mind. When you look at his postseason career, he has numbers like Mickey Mantle. Mm. And pretty good player overall, not a Hall yeah. of Famer, but you know, the idea of there being special consideration for a really good baseball player who played yeah. for the Yankees for a long time, who won championships and had such great postseason numbers. There's no place for a guy like that. But here you have a guy who's one of the best, one of the best left-handed pitchers in the last 50 years, this kid. Yeah. And in every big moment of his career, he has blown it. He has yeah. been a terrible postseason pitcher. And it's interesting that his last postseason performance is the worst of his career, indicative of how he does in the postseason. And for most people, though, surefire Hall of Famer. Mm, yeah, right. And it's like, yeah. wait a minute, which part of the season is more valuable? Mm. The regular season or the World Series? Come on, what? Come on. Yeah. Now, um, how about how about um Jim Layritz? How good he was in the in the postseason? Robert Ori. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah. could you not make a case that Robert Ori and his seven championships? Yeah. It seemed like for a little while there, the recipe to winning a championship was having Robert Ori on your team. Right. Not that he was the star player anywhere, but it seemed like he was. Everywhere he was, the team won a championship with other stars, but he yeah, was yeah. there. I know it's so weird. Joe Tell, Nam- you're telling me you're telling me Robert Ori isn't one of the most valuable <laughs> players in the history of basketball. I know and that was a, an argument could be made. Yeah, Joe. Um, Joe Namath, like the most average quarterback ever, one game. Yes, Hall of Famer. <laughs> if he doesn't. If he doesn't predict a win, yeah, exactly. It's like lore. It's like folklore. You know what I mean? It all. It it really only Jedi. You. I don't know where you're sitting or why you chose to wear prison garb today. <laughs> you have the background, Joe. <laughs> yeah. I, I just looked up and I'm like, is is Jedi sitting in an FBI interrogation room? And she's been there all night. <laughs> She obviously just freshened up. She looks great, but you she's sitting against a pale wall with a window 10 feet over her head for some reason. It's a very neutral colored room and she is wearing an orange top. It, are you are you handcuffed and are your feet ankled together? No, I I'm, can't I'm tell. fine. I'm dressed the part for Friday the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, this is this is her this is her one phone call. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh. <laughs> oh man, 
Joe, I really wish I could post this picture. Oh, God. <laughs> Jedi, can I screenshot that? I'll bleep your face out. I, uh, people have to sort of see what was happening here. That yeah, is that, hilarious. I'll post that on Facebook today, Joe. Okay. <laughs> oh, my That's God, I. I don't even know what I was talking about. I All I know is I just looked up at the screen, and I was like, there's got to be a DA sitting well, across I, from I, her I, right now gonna, like, you're going to face the electric chair. going to talk to me all night long. <laughs> oh, also, Funny. look at look how she's sitting right now. Doesn't it look like she's handcuffed? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, hands looking behind she's the She's wearing yeah. an, like an, it's an orange top. And it looks like the way she was sitting, like her arms are down kind of her by her side, maybe behind her back. It well, looked like maybe, you were handcuffed. Maybe that's why I never want to say anything about myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I'm God. Todd, yeah. does, does Jedi live in a federal prison? <laughs> we, did we just find out Jedi's in prison? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we, we've known something has been off, but we couldn't put our finger on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever you did, Jedi, I hope it was worth it. Oh, yeah. So, you, you better believe it. If I'm in the big house, it was yeah. worth it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, you, before we wrap up uh, this uh, amazing show on Friday the 13th, I think we said about uh, one minute worth of stuff. Do you want to say, like, what was going on in your house before we started recording? Yeah, it smells like gas in here. Uh, I think there's a gas leak. I did. My daughter called the uh, oil company to send somebody over here. But I mean, we've been recording for 53 minutes. I feel as lightheaded as when we started. Yeah. But I don't feel any more lightheaded or tired or nauseous. So I don't think I'm I don't think I've got carbon monoxide poisoning at this point. (laughs) That said, soon as we wrap up. Yeah, I'm going right outside. Yeah, yeah, we'll wrap up in a second. Trooper. Jedi, talk about like Jedi's motto is the show must go on. All those days that you recorded at four in the morning in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jedi is a trooper. I mean, Jedi will do it as early as we want, on location, from the jail, whatever. She doesn't care. (laughs) Well, put something in my commissary at least. God. Better go fund me for me. <laughs> you know I'm broke. That's funny. Yeah, I'm gonna send you a cake with a nail file in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Joe, remember that episode? Jedi said if she was in jail for like a month, she'd try to escape. We're like, what? Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds so fun, you know. Then I get yeah. street cred. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. And then, well, Jenna, and then another 10 years in prison. Let's wrap up before that carbon monoxide kicks in for Joe. So check us out on Clovercrest Media, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. I'm going to post a picture of Jedi. Uh, and you can tell us what, what you think she looks like if she's in a prison or not. Oh, <laughs> you better block me out. <laughs> I swear to God, your face will not, your face will be pixelated. Yeah. <laughs> No, a big <laughs> black box. That's what, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to be a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> well, Marks, the end is here. Hope you like our semi-Friday the 13th <laughs> show. Um, you know. <laughs> so, uh, happy Friday the 13th. And, you know, be careful. Or not. 